0: Welcome back to new rock stars. It's the boys underground, boys only, except for uh, the girl who's going to join us in hosting this show, and then the girls that act on the show, the boys, and the girls that are in my heart. Uh, you know who you are, and please respond to my letters. Uh, this is the boys underground, the show that dissects and reacts to Amazon's The Boys. Like we wish Homelander would dissect and uh, appropriately react to his mommy issues, because right now he's just hurting people. We'll be breaking down every episode of season one of The Boys here in this episode of Boys Underground. All the kills, all the thrills, and all the gills. We're looking at you, The Deep. He's got those sensitive gills. He does not, it looks like I'm rubbing my nipples right now, but he's got (laughs) gills that people jam their hands into. And he says no, he doesn't like that. He doesn't respond to the word no appropriately in season one, but he has boundaries. So maybe, like Homelander, we can get him to healthily process all of his issues. With the second season of The Boys, set to release on September 4th. In this episode, we're gonna remind you what happened in season one. We're gonna share some Easter eggs and things you might've missed in season one. And we're gonna talk about some of the lingering questions heading into season two. Hopefully, nobody will get laser-eyed by an infant. A lot of things can happen when you're holding an infant. Uh, they can puke on you. They can poop on you. They can pee on you. And you can recover from all of those things. But if an infant blasts you with laser sight, that's basically it for you. Uh, you, yeah. you will die. That's my knowledge. So who's joining me in the boys underground? Well, with me to share their thoughts on all things Vought, our new rock star's resident starlight, Eric Voss. President Starlight.
1: There's yes. so many other members of the seven that I'm probably
0: more similar to. I disagree than Starlight. <laughs> Starlight is Starlight is beautiful. Starlight is pure And Starlight is a good friend, Eric And what are you? Beautiful, pure, good friend I always say that
1: Uh, I I think you need different definitions For all three of those things for them to work for me
0: (laughs) Okay Uh, Well, fine, if you say so It has promised before, it's not just boys in the underground Uh, And who could it be Joining me? She's high on Compound V She's a very talented lady Give it up for Marina Mastro Hi, y'all, I endorse drugs Yes, all right (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's before we all get too far off the rails here, let's go back and recap what happened in season one. A lot has happened in the last year. So where did the boys leave off? Quick spoiler warning for those of you that have not yet watched a show that came out in July of 2019. Let's say you've been busy. Let's say you've been traveling the world, going into crowded bars, taking in music concerts, going to the movie theater every night. No, you haven't. You haven't. We've all been stuck inside. There's no excuse for why you haven't watched The Boys. And I'm not yelling at you because I'm angry. I'm yelling at you because I'm concerned. (laughs) Click on your little Amazon... Watch the show. It's easy. It's fun. You might learn a thing or two. And you know what? Elizabeth's shoe's in it, and she's easy on the eyes, okay? That's reason enough. All right. So where were we in season one? Well, first things first, we meet the Seven. This is the show's equivalent to the Justice League, but they're run more like a a sports team by the shadowy corporation Vaught International. They're like the Dallas Cowboys of superheroes, right? Successful, sure. Great stats. Fun to watch. A lot of championships, but there's just a lot of drug use. Some crime <laughs> underneath and some murder. So Vaught makes deals for their heroes to protect cities, and they also have ambitions to eventually supplant the military and replace the troops. With soups, You see what I did there? That's fun. I'm bringing rhymes to you no matter what. They're willing to do anything to gain power, including having soups, shoot down planes or blackmail politicians. And as I've always said on any show on New Rockstars Network, uh, you have to blackmail first, then shoot down the plane. If you (laughs) shoot down the plane and then attempt blackmail... you only accomplish one of those goals. That's right. that's yeah, all I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah. It's that. just murder. Yeah. It's just it's just murder at that point. It's charred, charred male. Your charred remains male. That's uh-huh. dark. I hope no one's lost anyone in a, a plane crash that watches this. Uh, the seven <laughs> include. Uh, the Wonder Woman-esque Maeve, Queen Maeve, uh, the Flash Proxy A-Train, Aquaman equivalent the Deep, and their leader, the Superman-adjacent Homelander. I know what you're thinking. Tommy, that's only four, and they're called the Seven. We're going to get there, okay? We're going to tell you who rounds out the Seven. There's also Black Noir, right, Eric? Uh, we haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, there's
1: a Translucent, who gets translucent. killed off in an early episode yeah.
0: of the season. And then uh, yeah. and our new member, which Tommy's going to talk about. That's right. Uh, the Eric Vaughn. Of the seven, our newest <laughs> member is actually who we're introduced to, uh, and that is Starlight, who is like Jubilee if Jubilee had legit powers. Cute commenter, Jubilee's an <laughs> Omega mutant, an Omega mutant, I tell you. I know, but she's only on screen in the movie for like <laughs> one second. So we quickly discover that the seven are not as they seem from the outside. They're narcissistic, they're corrupt, yeah. and they all get their powers from covert experiments and a secret drug. Compound V. They're the New England Patriots. They're not the Cowboys. They're the Patriots. All of their success is derived from drug use. Yeah, no, Tom Brady grew hair when he was 43. That's what happens to men when they turn 40. They grow more hair. Anyway, I digress. So, the main action of the series kicks off uh, pretty intensely when A-Train accidentally murders the girlfriend of our other audience surrogate, Huey. I mean, he runs right through her as Huey's chiding her about uh, Billy Joel which broke my heart because I love Billy Joel and Billy Joel would never be associated with that kind of violence anyway <laughs> Huey teams up with vengeful former government agent Billy Butcher to get revenge Billy reassembles his team of ragtag former agents the boys that's where the title comes from and they begin the nasty business of trying to undermine or kill all the Supes and Vaught itself along the way Huey and Starlight fall in love Aww. and we see a soup squish a man head like a grape during sex. Aw, depends on what your kink is. Either you like (laughs) traditional love or you like grape squishing. I like both at the same time. Anyway, the boys are joined by their own soup, uh, the X-23-like Kamiko. Homelander kills tons of people, including his lover and handler Madeline Stilwell. R.I.P. Elizabeth Shue, you are a goddess. I've loved you since Corona Actor is still kid.
1: alive, just the character. It's cool. Oh,
0: sorry. Yes. Uh, <laughs> live live in peace, Elizabeth Shue. R.I.P. <laughs> Madeline Stillwell. And by the way, Elizabeth Shue, may you live another 40 years, uh, 35 of which we spent together in my beautiful cottage in Lake Ontario. And, in a final moment the Rocker our socks, it's actually revealed that Homelander had a child with Billy's ex-wife and that kid is super-powered. That's dysfunctional. There's not enough boxes Uh, on the TV screen for that Brady Bunch right there because half of the people are getting lasered. So I think that about covers it. Guys, did I miss anything? Well, yeah, of course there was a big uh, Flight 37 crash uh, uh, that yes. uh, Queen
1: Maeve and oh, Homelander yeah. didn't do anything to help prevent, <laughs> or if you could argue it would lead to. Uh, yeah. It seems to be a, a real big thing with Homelander and, and uh, plane crashes. He's yes. way too okay with causing <laughs> yeah. them. Uh, yeah. And it seems like that's something that's going to come back up. You know, It was too big an event. Yeah. It w- obviously wasn't a one-time. It was probably the most horrific
0: thing to see on screen for yeah. me that here, yes um, ab- absolutely homelander saw the dark knight rises and thought bane crashed one plane how do i go bigger i crashed two planes with no survivors uh, <laughs> so that's what he did uh, all right so this would not be a new rock stars video if we did not have sweet eric v compound v I would say, uh, not Compound V, I would say Magnanimous V, Eric Voss, pointing out some Easter eggs for us, going on a little Easter egg hunt, things you might have missed, moments where Don Cheeto might have said, boom, you know, maybe things like that. Eric, what do you got for us? Um, all right, well, Tommy, Marina, I'm, uh, gonna just break down
1: ten cool new visual details I spotted during my most recent rewatch. Some of these are harder to find than, like, the cameos and comic book references that are all over the place in the show. If you read the comics, you're like, oh, yeah, that Background sign Or oh yeah Mother's milk's mug Yeah that's from mm-hmm. the show uh, But mm-hmm. I'm gonna try To just like talk about The stuff that's new To so the comic mm-hmm. readers Themselves are like Whoa that's freaking crazy And let's start With this fly A lot of you Had, uh, had seen this There was uh, this fly That kept buzzing around Randomly In a bunch of shots So in episode four It was when Butcher Gives that hilarious Spice Girls pep talk uh, yes. In Penn Station uh, There's a bu- Right when he says There's a uh, fly That buzzes around in frame And then there's a one That shows up again In episode five when Starlight's talking to the kids at that Bible expo and then in that same episode when he was talking about God uh, in that episode um Mm -hmm. And it seems it's got to be deliberate because, like, why would they use these takes? Well, the showrunner, Eric Kripke, was uh, asked about it and he claimed that the flies were just happy accidents and they decided oh. to leave it in uh, to, like, show the characters moral corruption. I call bullshit, guys. You think this is yes. more Breaking Bad? I think, yeah. Uh, and as we'll get to later in this list, there are some Breaking Bad uh, parallels here. George Mastros mm-hmm. is a writer on the show, uh, on mm. both shows. So, like, I think there's definitely a parallel. It's a big mystery. Comic readers are even kind of stumped by this one. There is a character named Swato, who speaks Yo. in fly buzz noises. Yes. Uh, but in the comics, he's like a normal-sized human. Something mm. that maybe the show, you know, since it's made a ton of changes to the comics, might be, like, changing Swato to be, like, an Ant-Man-type shrinking soup, ah. who's, like, spying on the boys in this moment. Yes. Um, I, I think it's going to be even. Uh, it's going to go even deeper than that. Maybe it was okay. an accident, but they're going to keep bringing it back as like a cool, like Breaking Bad style, like expression mm-hmm. of their of their moral decay, as it was uh, in that uh, great Ryan Johnson directed episode of Breaking Bad. Um, we'll see, we'll see. But I'm I'm. We'll talk more about it this episode. Uh, all right. Second second big detail that I uh, spotted. So when Butcher first recruits Huey, he says the line. Were yeah, you? She wasn't in the street. She was. I don't want to step off the curb. And that is almost exactly what Huey said when he and his dad were watching A Train's press conference when mm. he was like explaining the incident. She was a half step off the Kurt. Uh, and that could imply there's a very good chance that Butcher had bugged Huey's home and workplace before recruiting him. And he was now using his exact words as a way to be like, whoa, how does this guy know exactly how I feel? Now, it mm. could be it's just like good writing and he's that good at knowing exactly how to empathize with Huey at that moment. Yeah. But in the context of the scene in that store, he's talking about the nanny cam teddy bear mm. right there, which shows up later in the season. So it's probably yeah butcher is signaling to him like hey I've been I've been keeping an eye on you
0: I've been keeping an eye on you Eric I uh, look around your apartment everything is bugged baby Groot you're burning later
1: (laughs) um Also in episode one Huey sees a dog toy In Butcher's backseat A lot of you guys caught this Um, He says that he doesn't have a dog But in the comics Butcher does have a bulldog Named Terror And he Mm. shows up Actually In one of Butcher's flashbacks Later on in episode Mm. four And uh, we will be seeing more of Terror This upcoming season So that was a fun little Nod there Um, Yes So one of my favorite details, in episode three, Billy Butcher tells Mother's Milk that uh, when they're in that pack-and-go rental truck to spy on A-Train and Popclaw's apartment, that the truck that they're in isn't conspicuous. And Mm. he says, I think a big black van with flowers on the side is conspicuous. This is just another truck on the street. And then later, in episode eight, outside the motel where the boys are hiding, the van that the SWAT officers hide in is, of course, a black van with flowers Mm. on the side. I
2: did notice that.
1: Yeah, that was that was a really fun callback. It's like, of course, of course, the idiots, hot teams, that's what, that's what they would use. <laughs> uh, and Butcher called it. So in episode four, uh, there's a really cool detail that I, I love from the actor here. When Homelander lands on the hijacked Flight 37 and he's like calling out to the people, his voice is a bit raspy at first and then it adjusts to normal as he's catching his breath.
0: It's all safe. You're all going to be fine. <laughs> Come
1: on now, you guys. Anthony Starr actually does this pretty much every time Homelander lands after flying. It's his lungs and vocal cords adjusting from the abrupt shift in altitude. Oh. That's what you would do because like the air pressure is different. It would take your your lungs, even if you're soup, a uh, moment to just adjust as you're talking. And uh, he also does this in episode three at the uh, at the race at the arena. You can see his oh. voice is a bit raspy, and a couple moments later it, it adjusts.
0: Sorry, I'm late. You got room for one more? Let's hear it for my boy A-Train. <laughs>
2: All right. and then the weirdest part is when he just like sucks up an entire balloon of helium and does like a really high voice that part was weird
0: <laughs> that was crazy <laughs> a bit
1: out of nowhere some might say okay now this is one of my favorite details that uh that we spotted in episode four when butcher and mother's milk and frenchie are in new york's penn station near the platforms the a-line the b-line the c-line when kimiko jumps on the track and runs into a-train a train is running on the A line where mm. New York's A train runs. Ooh. Ah, that was a fun little. Yeah,
0: that is, I like. That's cute. That's a cute, that's one. cute, fun, fun, that's little, cute. fun little, fun little set cute. placement.
1: It's cute. That's it's cute. a, little, it's yeah. a little cute little wink, cute little wink. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then moving on to our list, uh, this is. A really really fun detail When Homelander is touring the house he grew up in In episode 6 Which of course is not his real house It's just for the cameras There's a moment where the camera frames him chuckling In front of one of the model planes That are scattered all over the house That Mm -hmm. plane's nose is tilted downward This is you know two episodes after He let the plane go down And uh, of course The guy loves letting planes go down Uh, But just that little laugh That little chuckle Just sells his lack of a soul And if you keep Mm -hmm. an eye on Homelander throughout the season all kinds of like dark demonic imagery surrounds him in the background like in episode 2 when he's talking to Frenchie in the alley uh, behind him there's graffiti of an upside down cross with 666 on it so it's just like Signals that this guy is kind of an antichrist Figure yeah that's like my number Oof. one Fear yeah <laughs> yeah like ugh, Everyone kind of knows It but they're too afraid to say or stop them mm-hmm. All right and then episode eight Homelander kills all the terrorists in the Warehouse uh, for the troops And then uh, there's another Example of this graffiti in Arabic On the side of the building right behind him right when He says God bless America that graffiti In Arabic translates to Homelander Is racist Ooh. which is so great They yeah. put that in there
2: relevant relevant
1: guys relevant relevant now this is a fun detail that connects the beginning of the season to the end of the season when Queen Maeve in episode 8 is telling Starlight she's you know coming clean about the truth of her broken arm and she says that you know the radius never healed straight she really did break every bone in her right arm when she was trying to stop a bus from falling when you go back to look at the opening montage in episode one you can see a more jaded older Maeve stopping the truck with her back diffusing the impact mm. and it ends up being kind of less heroic right she smashes through the truck and she has to beat up all the guys inside it like shielding it from onlookers seeing mm. her as a hero figure because she learned when she was starlight's age when she does that she's going to hurt herself so mm. unfortunately she has to be a more jaded you know less camera friendly hero by doing it this way So it's some nice continuity there um, yes. and then I mentioned the, the Breaking Bad homages um, so yeah George Mastros is a writer on the show and there's a bloody cleanup that opens episode 3 right after they blow up Translucent um, mm. which definitely parallels Jesse and Walt cleaning up that melted body in season 1 in the house mm. um, and of course Giancarlo Esposito Gustavo Frank from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul he plays VOD. Mr. Edgar. And in episode 8 he says Someone needs to run this shit show when I move to Belize And in Breaking Bad with you know Saul Goodman uh, mm. he says moving to Belize as a euphemism for croaking for getting
0: killed. Yes Have you given any thought to um, sending him on a trip to Belize
1: A lot of really cool parallels. Obviously there's a lot more stuff. I was just trying to go for some of the more favorite easter
0: eggs That's but uh, I, I look f- forward to seeing more in season 2 Yes. Uh I like it. My basket is full of Easter eggs now, Eric.
1: Ooh, and uh Tommy, before we continue with the rest of the episode, we want to thank some people who helped us make it. This episode of The Boys Underground is brought to you by Helix Sleep. If you're anything like me, sleep has been a little tougher lately. It's not like I'm Homelander. I bet that psychopath sleeps like a baby no matter how many people he's killed that day. Me, I'm tossing and turning all night like I missed one Easter egg. which happens pretty much every video I do. Helix Sleep makes personalized mattresses made right here in America and shipped straight to your door with free, no-contact delivery, free returns, and a 100-night sleep trial. To choose a mattress, Helix made a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete, and it matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. If you like a mattress that's really soft or firm, or if you sleep on your side or your back or your stomach, or if you sleep really hot or really cold, weirdly, with Helix, there's a specific mattress for each and every person's unique taste. I took the quiz, and I ended up getting matched with the Lux Dusk Helix mattress. Because, you know, I'm Goldilocks. I like something that's just in the middle, medium, and I toss and I turn all night because Goldilocks has eaten too much porridge and that's going to keep you up with a full belly. Just go to helixsleep.com underground, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they will match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix Sleep was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired Magazine. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you're going to love it. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com underground. That's Helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com underground for over $200 off.
0: Guys, now it's time for some questions uh, that I have from last season that I feel have not been answered by the show. Uh, This show has answered a lot of questions very well. The show, The Boys, with a much higher budget, has failed to uh, satisfy my curiosity, which some say is unhealthy. Uh, So, let's hope our answers don't sound really dumb uh, when season two comes out. And and, uh, if they do, we'll just scrub this from the internet, like all my (laughs) sketch comedy prior to 2015, because everything character is problematic uh <laughs> all right so <laughs> my first question for you guys is what exactly happened to butcher's wife becca becca butcher
1: it was interesting right because uh in the comics the, it was completely different what happened to her in the show the fact that she's still alive and she had homelander's kid is like mm. a huge game changer i mm. guess the question is like uh, you know, Butcher did say he he raped her and she went missing, or he killed her. It's all the same to me. Like in his mind, that's they're both equal evils. Um, right. So I think in Butcher's mind, it's it's all the same. Or you could argue even worse that mm. that she has uh, his kid. But as to what happened, like I don't know if. Uh, obviously, Homelander, this was news to him. I mean, what do you think she was doing all that time, Marina? I would, this, I'm This. i still kind of scratching my head.
2: <clears throat> I mean, if it were me, and I would want to protect, well, the kid, right? Especially if he has superpowers. And I would train... I, I think this is what she's been doing this whole time. Is training this little sol- super soldier, right? And the whole time she raises him, she's like, Look, your dad is a piece of f- shit. All right. (laughs) And when you get older, you're going to have to murder him. Right. And so you just prepare him from birth to like be this. Have you guys seen Hannah? Yes. It's kind of like that. Like she just is off in the woods, except it's like the suburbs. And she's just like Mm. raising this superhero to like actually be a superhero and take out, you know, his dad. And maybe she doesn't tell him that like he's his dad, but she's like, listen, there's this bad dude that you're going to have to fight one day. And this is the way that it is. If it were me, yeah. I would, like, be personally raising my own little, like, mini army. Super army.
0: My God. She's yeah. like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Absolutely. And the kid is like Luke. Yeah. And they're training him to fight Darth Vader. Absolutely. Oh, my God, the connections. That's a little Easter egg from me. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, question two. Who is going to be more of a threat uh, in season two? Homelander... Or Stormfront?
1: I think it's interesting. Uh, Homelander, the fact that he has a kid now, he kind of has something to lose in a weird way. Whereas the fact that Stormfront has like a social media army that is watching live all these behind-the-scenes things, like that's a threat that I feel like Homelander doesn't know how to confront.
2: Right. Okay, so at the end of the season, he gets rid of his only vulnerability, which everybody thought was still well. But then, you know, he lasers her brain, which, honestly, she deserved. Um, And then everybody kind of, or at least when I was watching it, I was like, okay, like, now he has no vulnerabilities, but you're right, now that he knows he has a son, I feel like he's gonna be one of those bad characters who thinks that this is the thing that's gonna change him, and now he can become, like, a family guy and a good person. And so this is the thing that he's wanted this whole time. And mm. she can use that against him when we finally thought, like, okay, there now he has nothing left to lose. But yeah. you're right. He actually does.
0: All right. Yeah, maybe she'll start a campaign to cancel Homelander. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get all That'd her followers fun. on board. Uh, all right. So... We've spoken of the fly uh, and the mystery around the fly. You guys think the fly's coming back in season two?
2: Um, it's going to come back, but only when Homelander is diagnosed with cancer.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh powerful. Oh I, I mean,
1: I hope it comes back. I hope it turns into something more than just an accident. Because, yeah. like, if not, like, Eric Kripke must realize what an opportunity he has on his hand. Like, this is something that, like could be the first like organic natural Easter egg uh, fan theory that just becomes adopted into the canon of the show like turn a turn make it a true happy accident not just a thematic one but like make that fly top build on the show. I want that fly in the opening credits and he's going to be he's gonna get an executive producer credit.
0: I, I think the fly uh, will land on the eyeball of Queen Maeve just as Anthony Hopkins enters the scene and says that's enough Maeve and reveals that this has all been a tie-in to Westworld and that these what? superhero characters are all hosts in a superhero-like world on Westworld. I'm just kidding. Do not reply in the comments that that's crazy. I know it's crazy. Everything I say is crazy. I read at a fourth grade level all right will the seven turn on starlight and haven't they already turned on starlight or in some ways hasn't she turned on them what's gonna happen with starlight in season two
2: i, th- I mean they should right like if we're everybody else maybe only mm-hmm. maeve is on her side
1: yeah i can I, see I, that. I, we might see a thing where like uh, the Seven is no longer we might see like a dissolution of the Seven because mm. it seems like there's too many conflict points on the inside the fact that Deep has just gone crazy right. uh, I mean they already had absent members we're gonna see some conflicts with Black Noir that's gonna be an interesting thing so you might see you know kind of like how at the beginning of Game of Thrones there were certain alliances but they were really just clearly temporary Yeah. I mm. think that's gonna collapse and you're gonna see like a lot of splintering off and you might see that same thing happen on the boys as well like i could imagine uh like billy butcher the fact that like he his wife is still alive he could have like a temporary alliance with homelander to bring down Mm.
0: stormfront you know in the Mm -hmm. interest of helping protect becca sure all right last question uh what's going on with my guy black noir i think he's a guy do we know if he's a guy? I have no idea. It's, yeah, so seems, seems... I, I'm kind of
1: like foot and mouth right now because there's uh, there's something very interesting that happens with Black Noir in the comics, and comic ah. kind of readers know what it is. Don't spoil it in the comments. Um, but it's it's a very interesting plot development and. I'm it's kind of hard to talk about the character even without Uh, even starting to go down this path. I just uh, hope that like they keep us surprised further from the uh, from the comics. I hope they don't do exactly what's in the comics just because the show so far has done such a good job uh, surprising even comic readers and and you know, subverting the expectations in good ways.
2: I I haven't read the comics, So to me, I think the surprise is that um, Black Noir takes his helmet off and he's actually just Batman.
1: But like, no, but not a Batman that we recognize. Like, we're supposed to recognize who this guy's face is. And we're like, oh, oh, it's the Batman in the show.
2: No, no, no. He wow. has his, he still has his mask on and his like, he's still in costume.
0: Uh, he like, has another cowl. Yeah. A he cowl. Yeah. he uh, just reveals I mean, another he, mask. Like Under Armour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's a Batman. I, I like that. All right. Well, needless to say, it appears as though Black Noir has got to play a more, uh, a prominent role this season and we're gonna learn more about that character okay so now we've come to the point in the show that we've we've talked enough about the living we've talked enough about people who we were surprised to learn are alive let's now talk about the people we can confirm are definitely dead marina walk us through the kill count on season one of the boys please
2: absolutely there's nothing i love more than murder as everybody knows yes
0: so. yes absolutely
2: uh so there was a whole lot of murder in the first season which you know mm-hmm. so i was on board i was like you know eating popcorn like yeah i get them uh cheering everybody around me was crying it was great and the whole first season we counted all of it every murder so starting with the people who didn't kill anybody and going to the most the people who murdered the mm-hmm. most people um at least not on screen right so we're, we're talking about on-screen mm-hmm. stuff so starting off with zero is the deep Starlight, Black Noir, Mother's Milk, mm. and Frenchie. So all mm. of those people have zero kill count.
1: Unless you mm. count uh, the dolphin that the Deep <laughs> oh, yes. accidentally kills. I mean, dolphins yeah. are almost as smart as people, or smarter yeah. than us, I like to think. Me too, yes. I think so.
2: I think that counts, we'll give him one. We'll give okay. him
1: one, and then Black Noir is about to kill a lot more, so we'll, we'll see yeah. more on-screen kills from him, yes. bro.
2: Okay, and then one for Popclaw, which was, oh, yeah. I... Screamed. I was like, that is so funny. She like killed him with her ass. Talk about mm-hmm. WAP. Guys.
0: Yes. <laughs> it was so good.
2: And also one, um, it, one for Maeve. She killed that hijacker on the plane. Um, oh, that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we can like argue as to whether like she counts as also killing all those people on the plane, but it was kind of already happening already. But this is just on screen, like she definitely did it. So for two, A-Train, we have A-Train. Um. Mm. So, Atrian killed Huey's girlfriend, and he killed Pop, Faw, right? Which taunts oh, yeah. oh, him. God. Oh, it's he's crazy. a real lady
0: killer. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! No. Oh,
2: Great. And then also two for Huey. So he blows up transparent, which reminded me a lot of Blade, actually. Mm. Uh, with oh With Wesley sure. Snipes, when he they stick all the little thingies in him, and he's like, blah, 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 and then just explodes. That's what <laughs> looks, right? uh, and he also just kills like a random, like nameless baddie. Uh, along the way as well. Um, and Kimiko has four, and so mm. she has, the, she kills the three goons that are keeping her captive, um, and then that mm. one <laughs> that one guy shoots himself so that she won't right. have a chance to, which I thought was hilarious. Surprisingly enough, Billy Butcher also only has four. Um, so he kills three goons um, with the laser mm. baby. and oh, that's right. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, very uh, Incredibles. Very a la The Incredibles 2, when the baby gets laser vision. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they don't commit mm. murder because it's a Disney show, but, you know. That raccoon almost got it. Almost got the laser almost. eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> and then he also kills Mesmer, uh, so Haley Joel right. Osment, Who did a yeah, great yeah. job! Right, yeah. Haley Joel Osment was oh. so good.
1: Yeah, Love he him. took him out hard. That, that was brutal.
2: I was so happy to see him, like, getting work and, like, doing, like, acting and... I was just like, oh boy, get it. And, but then he died. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We have five for Nakib, who is the soup terrorist. Yep, and so he takes out a bunch of army guys. And <laughs> skipping from number five, I mean, some, so kill count of five. We go, we jump all the way to 143 for, <laughs> wow. for Homelander. Wow. Yep. Yeah, uh, so he threw he throws one bad guy in the air. Uh, he kills six people on the private on that private plane. Um, he Indiana Jones is the guy. <laughs> you know, oh, just right, yeah. almost rips out his heart and does the like goo 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 thing. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> he kills two hijackers on the plane. Uh, he goes, of course, 123 people on the plane. And you know what? I think that's right. So let's. I'm going to give all full credit to Homelander on that because sure. Maeve tried yeah. to convince him.
1: Yeah, she wanted to. She wanted to even save like at least uh, some of them. And, and he's like, no witnesses.
2: Yeah. So I'm going to give all those to him. Um give them, because it's something good to have, right? <laughs> it's like- Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes.
0: Uh,
2: he also kills nine more goons. And then of course <sighs> he kills Stillwell by lasering her ah!
0: through
2: the eyeballs, which was ah! very oddly satisfying to watch. Or is that just me because yeah. I'm a weirdo?
1: I To me, I kind of felt like uh, we've already seen you kill so many. Nah, man, I was like, she has dead. this comment,
2: she has a comment.
1: Oh, God, mm-hmm. it's just like, how many people are you gonna kill, man? It's just like desensitized almost.
2: I am gonna add, at least for now, another, uh, another count to Billy because ah. he blows up a baby.
1: That's right, Ma- it wasn't Maybe, clear. Yeah wasn't on screen but i think you're right i think it's implied that that baby was in the next room Ooh. the baby was oh. in
2: the room and
1: oh you're talking oh i know what you're saying yeah 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 i think i don't i don't see how that baby survived i don't know where it is you're right it
2: was literally in the corner of the room that they were in and he and let me tell you, can i just tell everybody watching that i watched this whole season and i was on board i was like yes this is a good show i'm i'm, I'm about it i love murder then this mother blew up a baby and I was like, I'm out. I want this character to die. I don't give a f- about this character anymore. But like, Homelander needs to turn around and murder Billy Butcher for blowing up a baby. Like, he cannot... I'm gonna watch season two. I'm gonna watch it. And over the course of this, you two, Tommy and Eric, you will- are gonna watch me... Watch the- Billy Butcher try to earn back my my affection because as far as I'm concerned, he can f- walk off a cliff because he blew up...
0: B tough to come yeah, back from that. Tough you to come back from yeah. that. How is he supposed to? Be po- poli- in that? Politically, yeah, that'd be tough for him to run for office for sure. <laughs> but not <laughs> unprecedented. Not not unheard nah. of. Isn't it? <laughs> If he's from Florida, he could probably be a congressman. Uh, No offense, Eric.
2: Boy, it's going to be hard to do, let me tell you. All right,
1: that will be our challenger for this upcoming season. Can Billy Butcher win back Marina's heart?
0: Well, we hope to find out, guys. That's our show. So great to chat with you, Eric and Marina. Tune in every week for our reactions to the latest The Boys episode, including next week where we'll be covering the first three episodes that are all dropping at one time on September 4th. And remember, uh, please follow me at Tommy Bechtold, follow Eric Voss at EA Voss, follow Marina at Marina Mastros, and follow New Rockstars on socials, and subscribe here on YouTube to get too much information about all of the stuff you care about. Let's hear it for the boys and the girls and everyone, the people. Thank you. Have a good night.